Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Well, hello, bloodies. Oh, who's We're that? We're back. Oh, hi. I was like, I say hey, y'all, every single time. Yeah, so you do. So I am saying hello, Maybe they like bloody hey, bitches. Y'all. Yeah. Maybe hey, they y'all. Like- oh, there we go. This is April? Yeah. That's Caroline oh, over there. Nice to meet you. And it's Thursday, and we have red microphones today. So um if you watch us on youtube we change colors of our microphones every single time do we what yeah. was, i don't know i don't even know yeah we do sometimes i like a different color anyway whatever boring caroline are you pregnant excuse me are you pregnant no you had i mean you've had seven days i didn't actually poke a hole in the condom <laughs> or use a condom or <laughs> or it didn't get that far right did it no no i'm not trying to be a hoe for show no no for you the first be time like ever Susan smith for the first time ever <laughs> i got this belt it says chastity on oh, it yeah. yeah yeah i don't okay. know who that is but i have it so it's funny so if y'all don't already know which i've got a lot of messages live show is officially sold out and it was actually less than 24 hours we thought maybe five people would sign up but apparently a little bit like seven and a half yeah yes we're like at least at least seven like five to ten yeah for sure we could we we could for sure convince like like a like your mom and like my friends and but the truth is your friends and my mom and our friends they didn't even get a chance they sure didn't sorry y'all too slow on the trigger but good news is we are looking at dates for future shows so hold your breath or yeah hold, hold your, your breath. breath yeah hold it hold your breath until we announce a new show um because it will be at a bigger venue and we won't have to cap it off i mean we will have to cap it off but um there'll be a lot more space yeah i mean we were just real this shocked was... about the fame that we've you know Roll, attributed yeah roll waco famous who are we <laughs> mm. joanna gains who joanna gains scoot over <laughs> girl bye you had your time nobody <laughs> even knows who nobody knows you anymore get on out well on a whole nother note by this time next week we will know oh by the time you listen to this we will know the outcome of the johnny depp amber heard trial and so is there going to be a guilty or innocent no it's not guilty or innocent it's if somebody has to pay somebody okay but the, but there's a counter 
account. What's suit. that? Suit. Yes. So Johnny sued her for fifty million. She countersued for a hundred. So most likely, based on what just happened on this last day. So you know, there's it's so confusing because, anyways, it should be that he will get. He doesn't want, I don't think he wants the money. He just wants his name cleared. Yeah. But I don't think he will have to. Anyways, he doesn't necessarily want money. He wants his name cleared. He might want money. I don't think he really does. But she most likely won't get any money. Okay. I mean. Well, I When think you spin a web of lies, get... April, you're eventually going to get caught up in that web. I just think he just needs like to get. Just like your spider friend. Chat Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get Captain Jack Sparrow back. Like that would be a win. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I know. But maybe I mean, do you change. want a pirate six? Yes. Oh, I don't. I don't even know what to say anymore. It's been really good. Yeah, you said you watched today and you're real bored. But you know, you have to. I you have to be committed. Today. Yeah, I watched... you have to be committed. And I have a sign that I have to hold up. So if somebody comes to my office, I have a sign that says "in court," and I have to hold it up. <laughs> uh, listening to Amber is a little bit better. I guess I missed the good parts when like he was testifying and she was testifying more. I heard the guy that was at the trailer city lake house what was it called hicksville hicksville <laughs> literally i'm in court i'm not even kidding and then um i listened to the psychologist or dr curry please the beautiful one no he wasn't oh beautiful oh it was a guy dr siegel yeah the goofy looking one who did the weird mouth stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i thought he was like clicking his he, oh he, he was like meth dentures. mouth or something or his teeth are going to fall his out. Clap, I don't know. Yeah, his clicking his dentures. I He's think. like, do I have to answer the question? <laughs> um, I everybody is obsessed with Dr. Curry and her muffins. And if you don't, ha if you didn't watch that part, then you don't know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But if you do, then you are agreeing right now, and you're like, yes. And there's this whole big thing about muffins, and everybody loves Dr. Curry. Everybody, all of Johnny's uh, uh, witnesses were or the. All of so they each had their separate experts, but Johnny's experts were just more like they were just on a whole nother level than Amber's. And I don't know if it's the attorneys who do that or if it's the clients who do that, but they just were more prepared. They, I think, because they didn't have to really like mix anything up or lie about stuff. Uh. And I feel like hers kind of did. Like they were trying to say she suffered from PTSD and they, that she didn't have any like um, borderline personality, any like personality issues and uh, stuff about the photos that she submitted that they weren't edited when they really were. And like, so these experts had to like make up really what, you know, it was like harder probably for them to tell the truth because they were testifying for that side yeah. who... So do you think it's unfair because Johnny Depp is so popular that either way she would look like a bad person? Well, she shouldn't have wrote that op-ed then. That's what she did. Yeah, what is that? It's an opinion piece, oh. and she wrote this piece in the Washington Post in 2018. Oh, and that's what started And everything. that's what got the ball rolling, but she, yeah, yeah. And, like, she, basically what it is is she referred to, like, she said he or him, um, clearly referring to Johnny Depp, not naming him, but, um, 
that was what would be defaming him. And what she oh, also... Oh, kind of like we're doing Dirty Chad? Oh, he's Basically. not famous, so you can... <laughs> whatever. Basically. And, um, and she also retweeted <clears throat> the article with the title, because the title was like, Amber Heard survives, is a victim of domestic violence or something like that, survivor of domestic violence. She retweeted it, and her argument is, oh, she just knew that it was her article. She didn't even know what the headline said. And the like that's part of her that's part of him winning is proving that she knew that she retweeted that out Mm -hmm. or something like i I think that's how it is explained so speaking of shitty court cases i'm watching the last episode of candy right now and i forgot when you told the story about how you said betty gore's lawyer was like shit and so now in the story, I was like, this lawyer didn't even try for Betty. Like, okay, so if you're even... if you're kind of new, the the show on Hulu right now yeah. called Candy, and we did an earlier episode. Um, I don't know what the theme. Yeah. Oh, it was maybe I don't know what it killer was. women, killer women, killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and we did it on Candy Montgomery, and now they have this series on Hulu that's candy yeah i haven't finished it yet because i've been in court but um so you were i I forgot about that uh, that she had a bad lawyer yeah until right now did you you didn't finish um i have like 15 minutes left and it's pretty good um jess jessica Uh bill is i love her anyways but yeah she's killing it and it's very i think it's very fair like, it doesn't make her seem extra evil. I think it's really just reporting the facts, like not one sided or another, where a lot of these movies, documented or remakes, they'll do that. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's really just reporting. Basically, they read the same book you read. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a good story. Yeah. It's a good yeah, story. Yeah. So, um. What is, are we on a new month? Yeah, so guilty and innocent. Guilty or innocent or guilty and innocent? Oh. Guilty or, or innocent. Either or. No. We're we have di- to choose. We We're going to give our opinion, but y'all have to give your opinion too. So it's basically like these people have already been tried tried and convicted either guilty or innocent yeah and now we're going to come back and be like were they really yeah because they're all questionable they're a little suspicious who's your first who's who's the first one okay well you know what's the who comes to the top of you people's mind when you're like uh i no, she was guilty or no he was guilty oj oh uh-huh yep who else um, the glove didn't fit. Must have quit. So Casey Anthony. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Darlie Routier. 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 OJ. Casey. Any other any other ones that we can think of? Um, local is Joe Bryan. Okay, I don't know. Which that. is the principal in Clifton. That I oh. think we'll talk about. Yeah. Oh. Well, good news. The person that I'm doing today, we've named. Oh, yes, you already know. Casey Anthony. <laughs> Casey. Can you first tell me why they call her top mom? Okay. I thought it was top T O P as like a like a joke. Like she's obviously not top mom, but it's 
T-O-T. And that's what Nancy Grace calls her when yeah, I listen. I but thought why? Because she's the mom of a tot. I don't know. What's a tot? A kid? She just she just dubbed her tot mom. I know, but I didn't know what the logic was behind that. A tot mom is a mom who neglects her kids instead of caring for them. Oh, oh, <laughs> she would rather party her life away. <laughs> Such women don't have children intentionally and regularly have abortions. They consider their children more of an inconvenience. I thought it was an acronym for something this whole time. <laughs> um, I mean, I just read that off of Urban Dictionary, so... Okay. All right. Start the story. Casey Anthony was born March 16th, 1986. Mm. She is one year younger than me. What a hoe. She's from. Because <laughs> you're not anymore. <laughs> no, I am in a committed one date chastity. relationship <laughs> with my chastity belt. Don't worry. It's really, it's fastened up tight. I need to do something about my drink. Yeah, you're making all the noise now. Um, she's born in Warren, Ohio. She had, she's one of two kids. So, and her parents are Cindy and George Anthony. Um, she has an older brother named Lee. So apparently she was pretty smart from a young age. And at some point she moved, her and her family moved to Orlando, Florida, Florida. Yes. Florida. Oh, you know what make this story so good? If, (laughs) If when I was in Florida, I went to see her house. Yeah, I oh, forgot. That would have been good. That I can, would have been so good. Any, all of our Orlando, Florida listeners, <laughs> send us a pic from Casey Anthony's uh, family home. So apparently her father worked in law enforcement and her mother worked as a home care nurse. And Casey had this weird pattern of lying. You know, her friends and family recognized this as she got into like her teenage years. But these would be like stupid little white lies. So it's very like dirty Chad-esque. Oh. You know, like, um, did did that just, was there something that spilled on the floor and you're the only person in the house right now and I'm not even, and no, nothing spilled on the floor. Like something that's obviously like, yeah. did you just eat pizza and you have like sauce on your face? No, I didn't. I just have sauce on my face. Yeah. But like Lying just to lie. Lying just to lie. I don't understand it. I never will. I believe it all the time. It's it's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> then that turns into what's called gaslighting. Then it makes you think that you're crazy. So she, as she grew up, she would tell her parents everything. I mean, just, I guess, normal. I don't know. She got into high school, and then that's when she started to, like, distance herself from her parents and from her family. And eventually she just cut everybody off. Um, why? Well, because that's just there. I don't know why she uh, didn't want to. She didn't want to have to do anything with her family. Okay. Um, but she's still living at home. I was gonna say, did she move she's out? Still living at home. So she became that person who always had to be in a relationship. She always had to have a boyfriend. So it sounds to me like you have a little bit of a fear of abandonment. I don't know. I don't know why. Or you just always. I don't know. She's insecure. Maybe. Um, she never wanted to be alone. She always wanted to have like a partner and her parents had, this is what's weird. They had no, like they had no idea who she was friends with or who she, or who she hung out with, who she was dating. Like what are her parents even doing? Mm -hmm. Like, I know I don't have any kids, but I feel like I would at least know like 
who they're friends with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't you, do you ever go to prom? Like, do you ever go to a party? Do you have, I mean, yeah, I'm just asking. I don't know. Or your friends don't come over. Or- I, I know. Yeah. I mean, maybe she just didn't have any friends. I don't know. So Casey made it impossible to be for them to be involved in her life. And she wouldn't tell them anything. And she would go, but she would go like go party with friends, uh-huh. even though they don't even know she has any yeah. friends. Like she would go out party. She'd stay out all night. She went through this like wild stage. And I mean, you know, we all go through this wild stage, but so she's in high school. She's getting ready to graduate. And her parents went through a graduation party. Oh, so nice of them. But the day before she graduates, her parents start asking her, like, what's going on with your graduation? Where is your graduation? What time is your graduation? Give me all the details. The day before? Shouldn't you know this? Well in advance? Did you not? I'm yelling because it's so, I'm like, Ugh. do your parents? There's issues. Are they? <laughs> the day before graduation? The day before. Okay. So they call up to the school. Because Casey still wouldn't tell them. And school's out. <laughs> school's, school's closed. Out. They're like, oh, school's closed. So I guess we missed it. So <laughs> they're informed that Casey was not going to be able to graduate because she's failing. Oh. Most of her classes. So her parents literally had no idea. Well, no I idea. Mean, did you not no. check Skyward? Maybe they didn't have it. This is back whenever it was our age. <laughs> we didn't have anything like that. So... She let them plan this whole party, didn't say anything. Like, I guess they had it all planned, but then so, and and then I guess, I guess they didn't do the party. So instead of trying to like finish high school, she just dropped out. Oh gosh, your last year. Dropped and they out. let her. And they let her. Yeah. And she got a job. She started working at Universal Studios in the Hard Rock Cafe. Was it a real job? Because I remember it going back and forth about her actually not having a job. Right. Yeah. I know. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. She likes to lie. Because I've I, has anybody ever lied to you about having a job and they really don't? And then you find them in a parking lot and then they're just sitting in their truck. <laughs> Did this bring back some PTSD oh. for you or what? <laughs> I think I might have a little bit of PTSD. <laughs> so after work, she would come home. She'd talk to her parents. She would talk about her coworkers. She would tell them how their day was. I mean, she just seemed like she was content happy everything was good well january 2005 she meets this guy jesse grund okay and this is now her boyfriend and she fell in love so it's basically like me and my date from the Uh, other night we uh met we meet we're we're boyfriend and girlfriend and now we're in love okay that's how fast it was so she's living her best life okay and she has her job, she has her new man, and things are going great. And later that year, it's still, she's 19, 2005, she gets pregnant. But she's actually not very excited. When she finds out she's pregnant, she tells her friend, and then she tells her friend that she wants to have the baby and give it up for adoption. Okay. Which is fine. Yeah. And, I mean, she wanted to keep living her life, she's in her... She's 19. She's going to be 20 when she has the baby. And she, you know, she doesn't want to have to worry about having a kid and whatever. So a few months go by. She's still living at home. And she and her parents still doesn't tell her parents. Okay. No, she doesn't. So she's still has, she's still pregnant. Well, I would love this girl for a daughter. She, her parents like start to notice that she's gaining weight, but they, at first they don't say anything. But then they like start saying something to her. And then they're like, they ask her if she's 
like like are you pregnant and she's like no i'm a virgin <laughs> she just can't say no she's got to go all the way left yeah. and say no so i'm getting like I'm amber heard vibes from her just from like everybody else's lying and i'm uh, yeah i don't know let's see how many times you're gonna talk about amber i know heard see how podcast. every time i you, every time i say amber heard take a shot <laughs> lordy go ahead take take about three because i've already said it about three times i think we should play that game okay so virgin mary over here it wasn't <laughs> until she was seven months pregnant that she finally told her parents like she was wearing like she was trying to wear like she was real petite and she was trying to like wear baggy clothes, like oversized clothes to try to hide it. But by the time you get seven months, like yeah, girl, you can't hide that. No. Mm -mm. So she finally tells her parents. And when she tells them, she also tells them that she wants to put the baby up for adoption. Okay. And her parents are not having it. <clears throat> they are like, no, we're. They're, they're like, we they're fucked up over you. Outraged. Let me try it again. Outraged. And so it's adoption. It's not abortion. Adoption. Okay. Okay. I mean, I am a little dyslexic, so I'm hoping I'm reading everything. <laughs> well, I don't, I remember, I think I remember abortion that she wanted abortion, but her dad wouldn't, or her mom wouldn't let her have it an abortion and so um, yeah, either mean, way it's same difference she didn't want the baby and they made her well i mean it's i mean she's not killing the I baby mean, it's not this it's not time but i'm trying to say her motive is she didn't want the baby yes it yes, is a big yes. difference <laughs> she's like it's the same difference i'm like i'm um, actually it's actually, it's actually not oh lordy we're gonna be censored now it is a big difference actually but the point is her motive is she didn't want yeah to be a mama oh that's good take another <laughs> drink just just take a drink because this is a whole lot so they were like no you're not no you're not doing that we're gonna we'll take care we'll help you take care of her whatever so august 9th 2005 casey anthony gives birth to baby girl kaylee marie anthony mm. but the one thing is um, who, Maury Povich, who is the father? Who to Pappy? <laughs> who is the father? But Casey was like, oh, it's Jesse, my boyfriend. Like, he's obviously the father. Uh-huh. Oh, but I mean, she's kind of, you know. Hope she doesn't have on her chastity belt. Oh. Chastity? Chastity. So she wasn't a virgin. So this oh. isn't a Virgin Mary type no, thing. No, it was not Immaculate Immac Conception. Okay. No, no. She's making sure. I mean, it, it actually it's still a mystery who the father is i don't think they ever did find out um there are a lot of theories about who it could be but they her parents didn't really like press her on it they were just like oh, okay well who is it what, you don't want to tell us okay fine because they don't really care about i don't think yeah. much of anything um and so at one point casey tells her she tells her parents that the father is <sighs> Was was in a terrible car accident and died. Said so that before the baby was born, or when? At, or just at, at one, one point. point. Okay. And I mean, she, she first says it's Jesse, then she says it was random guy in a car accident who died. I mean, she just spits lies. Wow. So she reminds me a lot of Amber Heard. <laughs> <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop. So. For some reason, the family thought we that... have a drinking game at the live show. Oh, for sure. I love that idea. Think about it. She thought it was best 
um, excuse me. Mm, oh, 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 the family thought that it was a good idea to keep. So she has this older brother and they kept, which the older brother lives with them, but they didn't tell the older brother. They didn't tell the brother oh. that the daughter was that Casey was pregnant. Oh, okay. Which. So uh, nobody talks to anybody. Apparently in not. Whole, in no, the whole house. No. And they didn't tell him until the day. What is it? The day. She was born. They brought her home until a couple of days before she gave birth. Yeah. And when they finally, when they did tell him, he was like, he was real mad. He was angry. He was so mad. He didn't even go up to the hospital when she had the baby. And he was older, right? Yeah. Four years older, but he's pissed because I'm pretty sure like they were kind of close. And so he just was like, why would nobody tell me that you're like, once again, none of these people talk. So I don't know. This is just so strange. I don't know why you keep it a secret, but this caused a major like rift in the family. Not a shock. So then on fast forward, New Year's Eve and Jesse, the boyfriend, maybe baby daddy, um, proposes to Casey. In real life or in her mind? Well, I think it's in real life. So (laughs) she could be lying about it, though. So we don't really know. But they the Jesse supposedly says that he wanted all of them to be a family, wanted them to just be together as a unit. So they got engaged and they were excited. But deep down, Casey just kind of really like she kind of knew like he wasn't the father. (laughs) (laughs) And so, I mean, she's engaged and so she's happy. And, you know, at this, at this point, you know, they have the, they have the baby and, She's like, oh, I think I need a nanny. So that's when she gets this nanny named Zanny. Zanny. Yeah, Zanny the nanny. Okay. And uh, this lady was named Zanita Fernandez Gonzalez. Oh. Yep, she has three names. Um, But we call her, they call Zanny. her Zanny. Yeah. And so Casey's, Casey's parents ask her, they're like, how did you find this Zanny lady? Like, that's, wow, we've. Zanny. Like, Craigslist? Wow. Yeah. Craigslist? Like, uh, how do you have money to pay for a nanny? Good with time. no high school. I don't know. With your Universal Studios job? Like, Check. What, I mean, I don't know. So Casey told them, okay, that because the parents asked who's Zanny. Casey told them that it was an IT tech who worked over at Universal Studios named Jeff, who introduced her to his ex-girlfriend, Zanny, and he paid her to watch both his son and Kaylee. She's so good. That's like... So they're like, uh, so this guy is paying for her to watch your kids? <laughs> like, I, I don't even understand what I just said. <laughs> And so if somebody told me that, I'd be like, wow, you really went deep. Like you went. (laughs) The fact that she like went all like had a whole like story to get to. I mean, Amber heard vibes. (laughs) So I feel like that this could maybe be a red flag. I don't know. So Cindy, um, like Cindy remembered Cindy's the mom. Casey's mom. Yeah. Remembered Kaylee talking about Zanny and her dog, but no one besides Casey had ever seen or met Zanny. So 
then okay that's weird and then they're trying to figure out who the father is and they're trying to determine if it's jesse they get him they have they have him do a lie detector test or i i read lie detector or dna test okay and it was overall determined that jesse was not the father and now this is devastating news to jesse because he was like in her life and you know Oh, they're about to get married. Get married. Well, you know, he wanted it to work, but you know, unfortunately in May two thousand six, Jesse. Jesse broke off the engagement. He said that Casey's behavior was coming be- getting just very erratic and he was not about that life. And she was becoming a different person. So they broke up and then a little bit of time goes on and Casey, she is ready to start dating again. I mean, she cannot be alone. Yeah, okay. So it's party time. Okay, well, you're still young. So while she's out, she meets this guy named Tony. And guess what Tony does for a living? He's a DJ. He's an aspiring DJ. Okay. So, I mean. She met him at the club. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is going somewhere. Yeah. Like, this is, this is, you're. You're you're about yeah. This is a great future. Yeah. Um. So they're dating, and Casey would bring Kaylee over to his apartment that he shared with roommates. Okay. There was a bunch of roommates there, and that's they would spend a lot of time there with with Kaylee with her. Yep. So Casey was still living at home at this time, but with her parents, um, and the parents would help take care of Kaylee. They would. She had her own room. I mean, obviously they clothed her, they fed her, they tended to her like they were like, that was their daughter, you know, um, helped her out as much as she could. They were trying to probably be better with her than they were. Yeah, they probably needed to. Yeah. So according to Casey on June 15th, 2008, there was this like heated argument within the family. And the next morning Casey left with Kaylee and she left for a work trip to tampa florida she was like real mad and she did not want to come back home so she packed a bag and she said we're going to stay for a while and she left okay okay so she don't know what the argument was i mean i don't do you know what a lie probably a lie well at one point she was like still in checks i think oh um is this like still in from there was something coming up i think with well that's different but this could be i i could have it's a lot, yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, could, but if that's possible, I, I that probably is right. Yeah, because you did a lot of listening to the. I yeah, but it was a while back. But I feel like it was, they were fighting because she had. I don't. I think she wrote some checks or stole some money or something. Yeah, from no. her parents. She probably did. Well, so she had these bags like they were like they were going to be gone for a while, and um. One thing we know for sure is that on June 16th, 2008, that was the last day that Kaylee, Kaylee was seen alive. Wow. So what was really going on was she went over to her boyfriend's apartment, but when she got there, Kaylee was not with her. So when she gets there, they're like, where's Kaylee? And she like has this excuse. She was either with a nanny or she was just somewhere else. Kaylee, I mean, Casey ended up staying over at her boyfriend's house for like a month. And every time her mom would call and be like, hey, can I talk to Kaylee? Hey, like, what's Kaylee doing? Hey, how is she? What's the deal? She would be like, 
different excuse every time. Uh-huh. Oh, Kaylee's sleeping or she's with the nanny or she's this or she's that. Like never for the whole month. Uh-huh. So the parents, Casey's parents were like, kind of getting a little concerned at this point it's been a month it's been a month yes and during this like whatever month vacation she called it i guess um uh, this is back when myspace was a big deal so she's like posting all this stuff on myspace all these videos and pictures and just partying like of just her going out just her yeah okay i mean she did participate in a sexy body contest at a local club Mm -hmm. She's bragging about it. So she's really trying to like um, shoot her best shot and live her best life. Well, she was out every night. She'd go to the club where her boyfriend was the DJ. That's where she was all hanging out. And I mean, dance. she like got a new tattoo. Uh, she's just kind of just doing everything. I don't know. Um, but she's in her early 20s. So. But she's young. You, this is stuff she should be doing. Right. But her kid. But where's your kid? Yeah. Was in the in her way. So Casey's parents had actually given her their car to use because, you know, she didn't have one because she doesn't. Does she have a job? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that was nice of them to give her the car yeah. to like get around for a while, go to work, you know, do yeah. things. And then she like left because she's mad at them. Because she stole her money, I guess. So one day she drives down to a check cashing place. Uh. And she literally made it there like on empty, 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 empty. She's running out, like ran out of gas. So she gets there, runs out of gas. She cashes, cashes her check. And this is all the money she has. So then she realizes like, oh my gosh, um, getting the car towed. Like, I can't, I can't pay to get the car towed because that's my whole check. So she just like leaves the car where it is when it it runs out out of gas. did run out of gas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ran out of gas. And she's like, oh, just, I'm just going to leave the car here in this random parking lot. Bitch. (laughs) I mean, yeah. So I guess that's her best option. A little bit of time passes People who are working at that place, they realize they see this car and they're like, mm, it's been here for quite a while. Let's figure out what's going on with it. So they call this tow truck place to get it removed and the car is towed, goes to the impound. And that's when they call Casey's dad, George. Yes. And they call George and they're like, hey, uh, like we have your car. It's like in the pound impound. It's called the pound or the impound. Impound. OK, we have your car in the pound. And <laughs> pound is where the dogs go. And this is where it's at. And George is like, what? What's my car in the impound? I don't know what you're talking about. So he calls like Casey and he's like, um, what is happening with the car? Why is it an impound? He ends up going to pick it up or goes to the impound. And he's like, mm, pays for it, gets the money, gets the car out and the person working at the pound takes him to the car. So the two of them are going out to the car, gives him the keys. George opens up the car door. And both of them get this whiff 
of a smell that overcomes their whole body. Mm. <laughs> I have a weird smell in my car right now. <laughs> and so I can relate, but it's not that bad, but it's, I think there's something in my air. I thought there was something dead in there for a little Ooh, bit. Ooh, sometimes cats crawl up there and they die. Listen, if there's a dead cat in my car, I'm leaving selling my car it. here and Leave I'm selling it. Leave it at the store like I've Katie already lost Anthony the keys. Did. I might as well. <laughs> I'm gonna ride I'd a have bicycle. to give it away. If there was a dead cat, I, I think would just it, have to give it away. Somebody said it was probably something with the, I don't know what it is, but I'm about to die. Anyways, there was this pungent smell coming from the car and they both, the car worker and George said it smells like a dead body. What? And George is police. The, he's a law enforcement. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't really personally know what a dead body smells like, but I do have a friend who is a um, like ER paramedic, like she's paramedic, and so she always knows what a dead body uh-huh. smells like, and it smells really bad. And it's a distinct smell, like is what I've because when you die, you're. I did watch this video on YouTube. It's an info video, infographic video, and I was. It was like what happens to your body when you die, but like everything releases. Like, yeah. that's why, like, you poop on yourself, you pee, like, all all of your stuff comes out. Mm. So that's why you smell so bad. It's, like, everything just, like. All your insides come outside. I think so. So I think it's inside, outside. Life. Plus. <laughs> and odor. And, like, if it's hot. Yes. Okay, so it's obviously dead body smell. It's real bad. And. And he was um, probably, oh no, but he had already called Kaylee, caught Casey, right? Uh, yes. So he knows Casey's not dead. Oh, right, okay. right, right. Okay. So, I I mean, I, I yeah, so I don't know this, basically, I think you, when you smell it, you just know. Yeah. Whatever. So George ends up taking the car home. He's real pissed and he's like, gets home and he's like, Cindy, Cindy, smell the car. I don't know if he said it like that, but that's basically how I interpreted it. Um, he was like, first of all, why is the car at the pound impound? <laughs> why do I have to pay all this stuff? What's happening? And why does it smell so bad? So he's like, come smell the car. So she comes out, she smells the car and it's very intense odor. They then pop open the trunk and they see a trash bag. And Cindy said that she did not open the trash bag. They just threw it away. I don't know. Was it heavy? I don't know. Well, it was probably a... Oh. Like a big trash trash bag. So I wouldn't dig through it. I would probably just assume, this is the spin mail. We need to throw it in the dumpster. So I see that. Then she said she was... um, That she loaded the car, like sprayed down the whole entire car with Febreze. And left all the car doors open to let it air out. Okay. Well, I feel like that still won't get the smell out, but whatever. So again, naturally the parents are pissed at Casey. Why did she ditch the car? Why did she say anything? And how is she going anywhere? And where's Kaylee? All these things. So actually, I don't think they did get a hold of her because the mom then goes over to the house where she's been staying. Uh-huh. And so the mom goes over there and knocks on the door, goes inside. 
this is her boyfriend's apartment where he lives with his friends. And they like take her, they're like, oh yeah, she's downstairs. Take her downstairs. On the way there, she sees like all this drug paraphernalia stuff, whatever. And it's like noon at this time. And they're just like all these people just sitting around getting high. I'm like, okay, is Kaylee here with all this stuff that's happening? And she finally sees her. She's like, where's Kaylee? What are you doing? What's happening? And Casey was like, oh, Kaylee's with Sandy. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, I can't take this anymore. Let's go pick her up. I don't know what, like who Zanny is, but let's go get her. And Casey just keeps getting defensive and is like, why are you questioning me in front of all my friends? Like, why are you questioning me for my boyfriend? Blah, blah, blah. And she ends up just being like, um, you're going home with me, grabs her by the arm, takes her in the car and makes her go home. Oh, and Casey is like so irritated because her boyfriend and her f- boyfriend's friends saw all that. And she's so embarrassed. Her mom probably should have used that force a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, this is in front of her DJ boyfriend. Uh-huh. I mean, could you imagine? Then they go back to the family home and this is whenever they have their first call to 911. So. Cindy calls 911 to report Casey for stealing her car uh-huh. and abandoning it. And she ends up calling 911 three times. Okay. So the first time she calls, she's like, quote, I have someone here who I need to be arrested in my home and I have a possible missing child. I have a three year old who has been missing for a month. Uh, end of the quote uh-huh. <laughs> and so on the phone she's like um cindy says that casey needs to be arrested she stole the car she stole the money and she, she's like waiting for the police to show up so she's like wandering around the house just walking around the house waiting for the police to show up and she overhears casey talking to her brother lee and casey was telling lee that she met Zanny, the nanny, at the park to give her Kaylee. And when she arrived, Zanny held Kaylee close, pushing Casey away, saying that she was taking Kaylee away from her and would not be giving her back. Oh. So Casey's telling this to her brother. Mom overhears it. And this time she calls 911 again. And. This time she tells them that there has been a kidnapping. She's demanding to speak to an officer. And she says time time has gone by. and The cops still never came. Right. Yeah. She calls him back. And she says that she just learned that Kaylee was taken by her babysitter and she's been missing for a month. So on this call, she says, quote, I told you my daughter has been missing for a month and I just found her today and I can't find my granddaughter. There's something seriously wrong. I found my daughter's car today and it smells like there has been a dead Dead body body. in the damn car. (coughs) Unquote. Wow. So while she's on the phone with 911, Sandy is trying to get Casey to talk on the phone and talk to the dispatch lady. And Casey was like, I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't want to talk. 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 Just like that. No concern. No. She's not worried. No. 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 She's probably still mad about DJ boyfriend. So she's like, 
Casey, get on the phone with this. And Casey's like getting pissed. And finally, wait, she's like not even worried at all, just like you said. And she's just really irritated and annoyed. She didn't understand why it was such a big deal that her mom was freaking out. Okay. I can't. No. I can't. Um, finally, she gives in and gets on the phone. And all she says is that she knows who her daughter is with, but the phone number to the nanny has been disconnected. Oh. <laughs> How convenient. It's or it's no and longer now in service. you're saying this to yeah. people. But earlier in the day, the nanny let her speak to Kaylee. Oh. So Kaylee was okay. Okay. Yeah. So Kay- she told the dispatcher that Zenaida, what I call her name? What was her name? Zenaida, Zenita Fernandez Gonzalez was the name of the nanny who had Kaylee. So Casey said that she had spoke to nanny zandy the nanny on the, uh, there's a lot of names that i'm i'm getting <laughs> on july 9th on the phone and then again on july 15th when that's whenever she had allowed her to talk to kaylee and Casey told her brother Lee that she had been communicating with Zanny through MySpace and was getting instructions from Zanny on how to get Kaylee back and Casey said that Zanny told her she would get her daughter back on Kaylee's birthday. What? I don't even know. <laughs> so to Cindy, it just sounds like this is the dumbest story I've ever heard. Yes. And she's she like, why are you not more concerned one. about your daughter? Police finally get there and they finally ask Casey to take them to the last place that she saw Zanny the nanny. And it was this. Charaka Charaka's apartments. Oh. Where they identified that's where it was Zanny's apartment. Oh, that's another place you could have traveled to when you were in Orlando. Oh, yeah. I think wow. it's maybe it's closed down. <laughs> so she Casey said that um that was where she dropped off her daughter and the last time and place that she had like that's the last time and place that Casey had provided the officers with as where like this is where she was and then she gave them a description of Zanny saying that she was 25 years old she was 5 foot 7 140 pounds she had black hair perfect teeth from new york wow. and and that she was a 10 a 10 <laughs> so she's a hot nanny <laughs> I was like that's really just she a real weird thing to all- mention i think it's time for a break Now, a word from our sponsors. Nine one one, what's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house? Uh, do you mean, could it be? The, the Bolter House. New from Rogue Media, two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism. The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. 
Find us at the underscore Poltergals. P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. <laughs> so check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. Welcome to One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. Zanny the nanny, where does she live? She's in this apartment. Yeah. She's she's a 10. She's a 10. She's a 10. And she stole her kid, even though she's Chicana and Latina and probably has seven of her own. Oh, yeah. So why is she going to take well, someone else's kid? Casey tells him that Zanny the nanny was born in New York, and in September she moved to Florida, and she was mixed, and she was black and Puerto Rican. Oh. Clearly. So she showed on one nobody else's kid, especially a little white girl she don't know. Yeah. So police go up to the apartment, and they're like, okay, this one is where Zanny lived. They knock on the door. Nobody answers. They're peeking inside. They're trying to look, like, through the window, and it's like, mm, doesn't look like anybody lives there. And so they go down, and they ask, like, the office if they can have a record of who lives there and they tell police like nobody's lived in that apartment since march so how does she know that how does she know that casey how does she know to tell her to go tell them to go to that apartment i mean i guess she just made it all up i don't know she's and just like i don't know happened upon an empty apartment so they go and uh they pull surveillance video from the parking lot 
from where Casey dropped Kaylee off. And they asked for a surveillance video, but it it doesn't show anyone, like, coming and going. Like, they never saw this woman that Casey described um, ever. So they're like, no one was there. We would have caught this on tape, or at least we would have seen Kaylee, but no, they don't. And they're like, please, like, we're looking for, like, please, like, let us, let us know if you, like, look for more and see if you can, like, find anything. And the more that they start looking into her story, the more they're like, um, I don't, like, this doesn't sound right. Something's not adding up. And then, like, she starts telling kind of them, her, like, Casey's like, okay, well, I work here and blah, blah, like, kind of just telling them the story. So she says she works at Universal Studios. They did more digging. And then they actually discover that Casey didn't work. Oh. She did work, but not at the time. Like she was saying she currently was employed there. Uh, but she really wasn't currently employed okay. there. Um, and so what she's doing all this time is like police are doing this undercover work. And they're they're not telling her all the stuff that they know. So they're kind of like baiting. They're trying to get her to obviously tell them something. So they're trying to put her on blast. So Casey actually takes them. She's like, Oh, I work at universal studios. Like, let me take you here and I'll show you like, I work here and here's, I don't know why she's trying to introduce them to the people People. that she works with. I guess it's, she's trying to back up her story somehow. Yeah. Well, she goes in, she's walking in like all confident and she's like, Oh, I'm going to take the police to my boss and blah, blah, blah. Well, she gets in there and like start saying like they go up, they go up to stairs, they go up and she turns around to the police officers and she's like, actually I don't work here. <laughs> she does. Uh, she works so hard for a lie and it's never even a good lie. She works real hard for it though. She's just acting like she worked there. Um, I like, I mean, she walked in like past security, goes through the employee entrance, like goes through this maze of offices. Like she went and like took them in circles. (laughs) They just followed her. And yeah, they did. And finally, yeah, when she finally admitted it, she was just like, "Mm, no. And so they finally catch her in this lie. And then they're like, I've like you we've caught you in this lie. There's no Zanny. Where's your where's your child? Like, no. So then Casey is arrested on July 16th. Oh, so a month late because the last time she was seen was June 16th. So this is about a month later since the last time she was charged with neglect of a child, obstruction of justice and making false statements to police so cindy good yeah should we stop there rested yeah good okay so does this mean what is this gonna mean it's gonna be a part two okay so she's in jail and we'll pick up there next week yep y'all got a part two so sorry or you're welcome do not listen to any podcasts this is what we need you to do we had only a a review from March and we had a recent review from May and I'm sorry, but it's almost June. So I am yelling at you. 
And if there was 50 people who signed up for the live show right away on the first day, and we only have like probably 50 reviews, I'm going to need the rest of you people to go make a review. I'm just saying. Let's read this last review. This our most Don't make me recent get review. Crunk. I won't tell you any stories about any more of my dates unless you review. Here we go. This is called Bloody Funny from... She put her whole name. Sarah Sulak. 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 Love these girls. They tell stories so well and add some reality and laughter into the stories they share. Every time I've listened, I've laughed out loud and lived the story they picked. Y'all keep it up. You're awesome. Love ya. Thank you, Sarah. We love that. Um, Go on right now and rate and review. Do that. Do that do that apple podcast that's where you do it if you don't know how uh crawl out from underneath your rock and it's really easy yeah and i am actually figuring out my story so if you have a good guilty or innocent story send me an email and i will look it up because i'm not sure what i'm gonna do yet so (sighs) i think that's it what a good one tune in next week for the rest of kaylee my mind is already saying guilty because she's Casey. What'd I say? Kaylee. You messed I, me up. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> I had to really focus and like read Casey. my notes because the, there's, yeah, there's sounds so similar. Yeah. She's already guilty in my book, but I will listen to the rest of the evidence and see. Yep. All right, y'all. Don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Bye. Uh, I'm always told that I don't, I'm not aware at all. You actually are not aware at all. But I'm telling everybody else to be aware, so you're welcome. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. 